Hey everyone, welcome in to a, another daily editorial here on the KE Report. We're introducing a new company on the show, one that has been around for a little while, but in the last couple of years has gone through a rebranding and a refocusing into central British Columbia. The company is called Sun Summit Metals, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol SMN and on the OTCQB under the symbol SMREF. Now, Sun Summit Minerals was known as San Marco Resources. That company was listed back in 2005. It was focused in Mexico. But in about 2019, 2020, the company made that change that I mentioned into central British Columbia to focus on the Buck Project. Sharon, let's just start with the overall corporate strategy and that change that the company went through about two to three years ago. Take us through the strategy around that and now the focus in central BC. Sure. Yeah. Thanks, Corey. So, we, yeah, we were known as San Marco Resources. We had several properties in Sonora State in Mexico, which were focused on copper. The company made a corporate decision to move to a different jurisdiction. The CEO, Bob Willis, uh, was evaluating some properties, looking at some projects in Canada and the US, and eventually settled on the Buck Project. So that was central BC near the town of Houston. Uh, It had some previous exploration, some drilling, and what it was showing is some pretty great uh, bulk tonnage grades. So there was a lot of mineralization, but the companies over the time have done different, they were looking for different things like porphyry copper. And so it seems really a diamond in the rough that that this company or this project had been really overlooked. And so we optioned the property in July of 2019. And then in January 2020, we had our first drill program there. Well, Sharon, maybe bring everybody up to speed on the kind of work you've done on 2020 and 2021 on the drill program. And Maybe just talk to about the metallurgical work and the mineral wealth in this deposit, because it's not just gold. You have some base metals in there with zinc and silver as well. Yeah. And just keeping in mind, this is a really well endowed area. So it's right near two uh, formerly producing mines. So we have equity silver mine. And then as well, there's Huckleberry Copper Mine, which is currently on care and maintenance, but they're looking to ramp things up there. So the property itself is in a very well endowed region. There's a lot of exploration going on, the copper gold, silver. Um, And so what we did in 2020 was to drill some initial holes. There had been historic drilling on the property. However, we had no fresh core. And so really we we were entering into this kind of blind. We had the logs and the assay certificates, but we had no rock to look at. And so 2020 was really getting our bearings. We did some initial drill programs and we were finding these long continuous intercepts of gold mineralization as well as silver and zinc. And so that really excited us. At the end of 2020, we made a high-grade discovery. So for the first time, we intersected some high-grade gold on the property. So that was a meter and a half of um, close to 50 gram per ton gold. And then we followed that up in 2021 with our highest intercept on the property, half a meter of close to 250 gram per ton gold. And then as well, we kept finding these long intercepts, several hundred meters of half a gram to a gram per ton gold. So very similar grades to uh, you know, b- other bulk tonnage deposits, for example, like Blackwater. And so um, a lot of potential there. As you mentioned, we did do some initial metallurgical test work on the gold, silver and zinc to see how recoverable they would be in a mining scenario. And we got some initial uh, very promising results. And so we have to do additional met test work. But for now, we're using all metals in a gold equivalent calculation to really give us an idea about the type of economics on this system. 
Now, you mentioned Blackwater as a comparison or analog to this project. Is that the strategy then to see how Blackwater was discovered and then they explored to build up something similar for the Buck project? Is there that many similarities there in your eyes? Yeah, there's quite a few similarities. There's obvious differences as well. However, I would say for exploration strategy, we're, we're really looking to Blackwater. There's a lot of geological similarities. So it's in the same rock group. So for example, the late Cretaceous Kaselka group of volcanic rocks. So for anyone who knows that region, it's a very prospective rock type. We get very similar geochemical associations. So for example, at Buck, we have a strong association with gold to zinc. And so we're using zinc as a pathfinder element. And as well, there's very similar geophysical similarities between the two projects. And it just so happens that we have, as our technical advisor, Dr. Christopher Leslie on our team, and he was part of the discovery group or on the team to discover the Blackwater deposit when it was with Richfield Ventures that then got bought out by New Gold and it's now with Artemis Gold. They've recently put out a resource 8 million ounces at 0.75 gram per ton gold. So very similar grades that we're seeing at Buck, uh, keeping in mind that Buck is yet unconstrained as well. Well, Sharon, also talk to us about the infrastructure you have there in place. Sometimes when people hear British Columbia, there's mixed reviews. Some people think certain parts are remote, but you have a lot of things going for you as far as infrastructure. It'd be great to outline that for our listeners. Yeah, for sure. There's there's a lot of topography in BC, as most people know. However, where we are, it's a great region. It's pretty low topography, uh, great infrastructure. We have a highway right there, the Yellowhead Highway going through Houston. There's a lot of uh, exploration trails and, and you know forest service roads and things that transect the property. There's power and rail nearby as well. And so we can actually drive right to the drill rig, which is something that a lot of projects in BC can't say. And so not only does this lead to uh, low drill costs, but we can also explore year round. So most of our our drill programs have been in the off season. So in the winter where we just need to plow the roads of snow, there's not too much snow and we can drill year round. So that really sets us apart. So what work has been done this year then? And what are the work plans for this year too? It sounds like very much follow up on this high grade discovery. Yeah, there's the follow up in the high grade, but as well the bulk tonnage. So we're finding that every time we step out at Buck, Maine, we're discovering more mineralization, more of this disseminated bulk tonnage style, more of what we have kind of a mosaic breccia, which is a very salarite rich sulfide breccia. And so earlier this year, we had a small program 4,000 meters and nine holes. We've released three of those holes and six are yet to be released. So those will be released very shortly. Um, We're waiting for those results and then we'll be planning uh, for the summer. So we're going to have a very busy summer with both surface exploration and drilling. We will be doing a VTEM geophysical survey over the entire 33,000 hectare tenure package. And then we're going to be looking at the geochemistry that we've done in the past few years and really fine tune those exploration targets. Because we have such a large property package, the chance of you know another discovery on the property is pretty good as well. There's a lot of uh, different metals, as you mentioned, that are, that are in the area. And so we're going to keep our eyes open and really focus on not just expanding at Buck, Maine, but also finding additional potential discoveries. Well, Sharon, since it's the first time on the show, it'd be great to get a little bit about your background in the industry and then anybody on your team that's helping guide this exploration focus this year and in the years past, who is at the helm of this company? 
Yeah, so I'm a geologist. I've worked with a variety of majors and juniors in Canada and Australia. So I joined the company right when the Buck project was optioned. And so I've been, you know, working on Buck since day one. I was appointed president uh, November of last year. And so I'm, I'm new to the role, but, you know, I'm very excited to talk to shareholders and, and really be able to share our story. I really believe in the Buck Project, as does our management. We have 11% insider ownership as well. So at our helm, we do have Tukey Angus. He's our chairman. And of course, he's, he's very well known in the industry. He's been responsible for several uh, billion dollar mergers. And so uh, guiding us at the helm, yeah, we're very lucky to have Tukey. So Sharon, let's talk about some of the other company fundamentals then. Share structure, a little over 76 million shares outstanding, fully diluted basis, let's say right around 110 million. There are 20 million warrants, and I believe 6 million of these expire fairly soon. So can you take us through these warrants, how many do expire soon, what the exercise price is, and any other large shareholders you want to share with us, please? Sure. So yeah, those warrants are 6 million warrants, which will expire at the end of July. It's our hope to have those exercised, but it all depends on on market conditions, of course, but those will drop off from the books after July. And so our dilution will go down a little bit as well. In terms of large shareholders, we do have a lot of high net worth individuals who really believe in the project and have been with us since day one. As well, we have retail involvement as well, a lot of institutions. So we're really trying to build our institutional exposure and get some analyst interest and things like that. So our focus this year is really going to be expanding our exposure and uh, brand awareness and things like that. So in terms of cash in the bank, where does the company stand and what's the budget for this year? Also including general drill costs for this project, please. Yeah, so we have just over $6 million in the bank right now. Most of that was from the, the recent financing in March. So um, we, we closed $6 million oversubscribed financing. So we did a mix of flow through, charity flow through and hard dollars as well. In terms of a budget, we're going to wait for the results of our winter drill program as well. We're going to be doing that VTEM survey. And so once we get an idea about the different targets property-wide and and also the results from our recent drill program, then we'll be planning summer drilling as well as uh, surface exploration. So at this point, we don't have a budget. We were really waiting for those results before fine-tuning that. But we're funded for for all of 2022. You know, we're, we're really going to think before putting money in the ground, we're not keen to kind of spend all the money we really want to focus in on what is important and uh, be really frugal with our money as well well sharon just on the topic of brand awareness there's no shortage of companies out exploring for mineral wealth so how do you want investors to think of the company since you're polymetallic in some ways and you, and you have a couple key targets you're going to be working on what's the main takeaway you want investors to have about sun summit Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we have great infrastructure, low drill costs. It's really, uh, you know, an easy project to access. So we're we're de-risking as much as we can in terms of permitting and First Nations and that. I mean, it's a really safe jurisdiction. We have a lot of potential, size and scale, you know, laterally and at depth. A lot of mineralization here everywhere is pervasively altered. And so, you know, just stay tuned. We're going to have a lot of exploration news flow coming up. And yeah, it's a great story. Okay, Jaren, thank you for this introduction. If anybody has any follow-up questions or wants more information on any aspect of the company, 
please email us either fleck at kereport.com or chat at kereport.com. We'll have Sharon back on the show, especially on the back of some of those drill holes that are still at the assay lab. And when we get some more information on what the rest of this year's program is going to look like. Sharon, thank you again for your time. Please keep us up to date on future news. Thank you for having me.